0: Hey guys and welcome. I'm life coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Hey y'all. I am back here today with one of your favorite guests, Lacey Mitchell, the co-founder of Sugar Mama Shimma. Yeah, we <laughs> dropped
1: the R at this point. It's just Sugar Mama. Sugar Mama <laughs> Shimma. Shimma? yeah, sugar mama Shima. Shima, oh, that's too much. Sugar mama
0: <laughs> Shima. Uh, if you remember episode eight, Lacy Kimon and talked about her entrepreneurial journey of leaving her nine to five, facing all the fears, overcoming perfectionism and procrastination, and literally starting a company from the ground up in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Yes, starting all over in life is honestly kind of. What has happened with me in the last couple of years, and so I feel like I've just quantum leaped, yes, um, in the growth department when it comes to like who I am as a person and all of that. So I'm excited to be here. It's my favorite thing to do is hang out (laughs) with you on a podcast. I
0: know, and um, I I do have to admit that I asked Lacey less than 24 hours (laughs) (laughs) prior to I'm like, hey, uh, I didn't do my
1: homework. I didn't write any episodes. Can you? Hop on here and let's just have a conversation. <laughs> and if anyone knows me, they know I have more than enough to say. <laughs>
0: yes. I'm like, you know what? We left off last time and we just needed to keep going. Exactly. So I'm like, can I copy your homework, please? Yes, Help yes, me out. I did the math. So, you can and she's an anagram three. So I knew she was just going to hop on and you I know, had time. be ready. Yeah, you know? of course. Got to be, um, you know, go with the flow. But we kind of wanted to follow up on our theme from last time we spoke. And, you know, cause you have changed so much and uh-huh. your l- whole life has changed so much in yes. the last year, two years. And I, as I know so many people's life have because of the pandemic, but what's, you know, th- today I kind of wanted to focus on, we're going to talk to you all about growing and allowing yourself to grow. So how would you, AC, describe what's the biggest area that you've grown in, in the last year?
1: Um, Definitely in my personal uh, I I guess my personal growth has probably been the biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel way more sure about like who I am and some of the decisions that I make. Um, I'm certain about things that I felt uncertain about before. And I would say like just personally, I, I know exactly what I want. I know exactly where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know exactly who I am. And if that changes over the course of time, it's okay. I don't have to, you know, hold on to like who I used to be all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I can allow myself to transform and like an Enneagram three, be a chameleon. <laughs> right. A chameleon to your new life and your new um elevated version of yourself. I
0: love that. Exactly. And yeah, being adaptable of, of changing and I think that's that's awesome.
1: What what do you think what do you attribute that growth to? I I would say that I did a lot of assessing. You know, during the pandemic, it felt like we had nothing but time. Mm -hmm. And you get to, when you move across the country and everything is brand new, you start to assess the things that like worked in your life before that were serving you. And then you assess the things that were not. And so, you know, I would say that I had a lot of time, not only because of the pandemic, but I also didn't really know anybody here. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't spending a lot of time with other people. Um, And so I was really, I mean, I had told somebody once before, if you think that moving away is going to solve your problems, it's not. What it does is it takes a magnifying glass Mm -hmm. to all of your problems. Right. And, and sometimes you're
0: alone in that too, because you, it, for anybody who missed uh, or have, hasn't gotten a chance to check out episode eight yet, a little bit of backstory on you. Working a nine to five in Indiana. Yep. Well, moved pandemic to Texas. hadn't hit yet. Right. You moved to Texas, pandemic hits, don't really know anybody. You have some family here, your sister's here. Yes. Yep. And then
1: started a company, completely right. new life. Quit your right. nine to five. Yes. So I not only did I have a new state, I had a new car, a new job. I had a new time zone. And I know that sounds crazy, but it was new. Like everything was new. Um, New doctors, new dentists, new everything, new stores that I shopped at. Everything changed. And Mm -hmm. so it kind of puts a magnifying glass on some things. You know, you're out of your comfort zone, in every department. Right. Right. You're kind of forced into growing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And um, you know, it was all good. I mean, I I would say some of it was hard. You know, there were definitely areas that I just highlighted like, hey, this isn't working anymore. And Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do that anymore.
0: Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: And so it really shined a light on the things that were not working. It was like right. obvious the things changes that I needed to make and the things that I needed to do. Um and then it also like showed me that hey, you you know, you've got a lot of these areas that are going really well for you and keep doing those things. Like yeah. that is, you know, I think like health and fitness and mm-hmm. all of that. I've been pretty consistent over the Course of the last fifteen years, and it, it showed me that hey, you know what, I can move across the country and I can still maintain all that. Way to go! Right, yeah. So it
0: highlights the good things and then shows you areas of of growth. And um, you know, we're not saying hey, if you want to grow, pick up and leave and go right. across no. the country. No. Um, but hey, if that's where you are in life. Use it as an opportunity to grow. But that's wherever you're at in life. We're we're gonna kind of be focusing on allowing yourself to grow because. Yes. And we'll take, you know, Lacey's situation, your situation here, where you could have, you know, entered into this brand new situation where literally everything was new. Right. Now, you have to adapt to be in that new environment. Right. And what happens if you would have held on to that old version of yourself?
1: Honestly, I think I just would have started self-destructing in some ways. And, and that sounds like really dramatic. But, you know, I think that what I would have done is I would have started missing my friends mm-hmm. and missing what I'm, you know, like the FOMO thing. Yeah. If you're missing ooh, out. Ooh, and, FOMO. and I, I think I would have, I think that you can mentally get yourself in a bad place by starting out so small with mm-hmm. little bitty thoughts. And had I not like wanted to take on this journey so much, I, I could have done that. I mean, I could have probably been depressed and, and then the pandemic would have hit and I right. don't even know how my mm-hmm. mental health would have been. Right. right. You know. So yeah. that's, that's so interesting
0: too to say going small would uh-huh. have would have, I guess, is is the word like pigeonholed you into that like certain set of compounds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Compounds. And so I think I mentioned um, this same book in the last podcast, but I love it. It's a it talks about how you can do small habits. Little tiny things can add up over the course of time. And in in college, I learned, you know, there's a there's a whole formula for it It is Mm -hmm. literally a math equation, um, how money can compound over time. But you just Start with small little thoughts, and those can compile, negative or positive, into something massive. Right. It could be good, it could be bad. Time. Yeah, right. exactly, over the course of time.
0: Well, and that's that's the thing is small steps but daily action, Um and it's kind of like shedding old layers, mm-hmm. right? That's when I coach and you know, we talk about growth, it's like a I use the example of an onion. You know, you're peeling back one layer of an onion yeah. little by little, but you're doing it little steps at a time, you know, you're not just chopping this whole onion in half. Like that's not right. how you grow. Like, let's just get rid of this half. We don't need it. But it's just one layer at a time, one layer at a time, one layer at a time. But you have to be willing to start peeling back right. that that onion layer. And here's the thing is you moved because something just didn't feel right. 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 You're in Indiana, you're working and nothing was even, you know, blown up and crazy and miserable but something just didn't sit right right with you yeah, just no contentment and or complacency. Uh, con- yes, yes complacency. that was it. Like complacent and just needing something more. Something just wasn't right. So you decide to move, right and this how many of you have been in this situation where you're like something needs to change mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is, but then you make a small change, but then you refuse to change anything else in your life. right, right? It's like you didn't move. And what if you would have, had kept the same habits, the same right. this, the same mindset, all the things. You're just, hey, now I'm in a new no, environment. in a new zip code. <laughs> right. But I'm still the same person. You have to be willing to let go
1: right. of that old version of yourself. Exactly. And it's. You know, like I grew up in a small town in Indiana and then I went to Purdue and I felt like, oh my gosh, all these people. And I'm exposed to so much newness and Mm -hmm. different types of people and cultures and all this stuff. And then I moved to Indianapolis and I was like, wow, it's even bigger than that. And then that started to almost like shrink on me and like kind of come in. And I was like, wow, I feel like I know everybody. I've been to the store a hundred times. I've done all the things that are here. And then I moved to Houston, which is obviously way bigger, (laughs) you know, and it's like, and I'm just learning even more. And so it's like, in some ways, I'm just like, I am not putting that ceiling over my head that Houston is it for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could just get bigger from here, you know, and I don't mean that in like the city. I just mean the things that my environment is bigger.
0: Right. So letting go of the old environment and even the environment mentality and, and, so one of the things we're going to be talking about today is letting go of things. Right. Now, you mentioned that you grew up in a really small town. Right. And each time you you changed your environment Right, right Purdue in Indianapolis and now Houston, it's bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But each time you moved, you had to transition a little bit. Right. So your mindset of your environment and who you are in that environment. Mm-hmm. Now, small town Lacey, had we just kept that version and, like, picked her up and moved her to Houston right? and you refused to let go of that mentality of small-town Lacey, there would be a huge gap.
1: I was the class clown. No joke. In my (laughs) earbook. I can see that. The class clown. (laughs) Um, And... You know, it was like, oh, Lacey, she's the funny one who doesn't have feelings. She's the funny one. Um, You know, like we can we're going to have a good time with her. Now, listen, I am good time Lacey. She's good time Lacey. (laughs) I can't concur. I mean,
0: her company, she's if if you missed episode eight, Sugar Mama Shimmer, it's edible drink glitter. So she makes your drinks fun. Literally, my job
1: is to make people have fun with glitter. And so um, but it's like, you know when you're younger and, you know, I say like, oh, your brain's not developed till you're 25. And that's, you know, a fact or whatever. You're really kind of trying to figure out all the things. But what I love about being in my 30s and especially in my late 30s, yeah, um, it's there, ooh, girl. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. Honestly, I'm embracing it because you know what? I feel good. I'm, I'm the best I've ever been. So you're living I, your best life. I'm living I, can, my best I life. can
0: vouch for that.
1: Yes. So, um, what I was going to say is just like, you start to figure out who you are. And what I love about being in my 30s is that I know who I am and I have figured out the things that I want. Mm -hmm. And so had I just held on to like, I can only be funny and not have feelings. And the people that know me from high school, um, you know, if I held on to that, I would have never transformed into the person that I am now who has feelings, who has boundaries. Um, You know, boundaries is something I'm still working on. Oh yeah. And I outgrew um, not only like the cities and and some of that, but like sometimes I out—I mean, some situations I outgrew friendships, and yeah. you know, it's I outgrew jobs, and it was in order to grow, you have to drop some of the things that are not letting you grow, right? Right, the things that are not serving you. Exactly, it's like holding on to a weight and trying to walk around with it. You can mm-hmm. only do it for so long. Right. You can't do it for the rest of your life. Right. You have right. to put it down at mm-hmm. some point to go faster or to yeah. get where you're right. going. Right, You can walk with it, but you can't run with it. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, it's, it's just like it seems who I used to be and who I am now feel very different. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I have known for my entire life will say, oh, you're still the same person. And I'm like, if you only knew.
0: Right. Please don't say that. (laughs) If you only knew. I've grown so much. (laughs) Yes. And that's so interesting because I'm I'm a Scorpio and Scorpios are really big on rebirths. And one of the phases of Scorpio is actually not a scorpion. It's a, a phoenix. And that's where the name Phoenix 8 comes from because it's a complete rebirth, right? A Mm -hmm. phoenix literally dies and turns into dust and then rises from the ashes and turns into this beautiful um, firebird. But the point is, it's like you have to sometimes leave who you are behind. Yep. You know, leave this attachment of your old self and truly let yourself grow. And there's aspects of that. And refusing to do that is going to result in Literally nothing, right? No change. So if you're wanting to change something in your life, if something doesn't feel right, if something just feels off, and you want something more, right? I feel like a Disney character, like I just need more. Uh-huh. There's something out there, but I don't know what it is. You have to be able to, you know, recognize that thought and be also willing to let things go. Exactly, because you can't, you can't
1: carry this weight around with you. You're not meant to carry this weight around with you. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's very obvious the things that are not serving, you know, serving you or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of putting a ceiling over your head. Um, You know, for instance, I've had friendships that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was obvious because it was something I was spending a lot of time on thinking about, stressing over. And as soon as I was like, you know what? This is what is wrong, and this is what I'm spending all of my time thinking about, mm-hmm. and it's negative, and it made me feel yuck inside right, every right. time, any time I thought about this. And I was like, you know what? This has to stop. And I am down here in Houston, and I don't have to be a people pleaser mm-hmm. anymore. I get to choose who I am. Right. To anybody. I mean, nobody knows me here. So. I can re uh, totally recreate myself. Exactly. Rebirth, yeah. Right? Yeah. I can, I mean, I could change my name. I could be like, hey, call me Lala. That's my name. And <laughs> Lala, people could I like that. That's actually what my uh, nieces and nephews call <laughs> me. I was gonna me, say, that's part of your Instagram. It <laughs> is. Yeah. It is kind of a, a name in my family. But I could tell people that's my name, and you guys and are. Nobody would question nobody it. Nobody would question
0: it. But you take that ownership of this is who I am. Yes. So, let's talk about that in in part of you know this rebirth and letting yourself grow and letting yourself outgrow the old version of yourself part of that is relationships so right. holding on to these friendships or any type of relationship that no longer is serving you what is that what can that look like if, if someone doesn't know like i don't know who's serving me and what relationship isn't serving me
1: like what should they look for uh i would say You know, if it's consuming a lot of your thoughts and your time in a negative way, Mm -hmm. that is not okay. And I think you've said this to me before uh, when it comes to dating, is that person elevating you or are they bringing you down a notch? Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that's a really great way to look at dating. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, but I was finding myself like consumed with the thinking about, this one particular friendship. And I was like, this is, I, it consumes my thoughts all the time. And this is not okay. And it's not healthy, nor is it my problem. Mm -hmm. And how do you, but how did you get to that point of realizing that it's not your problem? Because
0: I know I've hung on to relationships in the past where I'm like, no, it's my responsibility to, you know, take this person with me. and, And I, I couldn't separate from the fact that, hey, this this isn't my problem. Right. Like, how did you even come to that awareness?
1: I will say, I mean, it It came down to, I I, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I was exhausted by it. And you, sh- you don't even need to get that far into it to realize it's not serving you. Mm-hmm. I realized it wasn't serving me. I just had to come up with the guts to, to be done, you Cut know? Cut the cord. Yeah, exactly. And what's crazy is that when as soon as that happened and i let go of this particular friendship my company started building itself it was yes. like i let go of it and i had all this space for all this new stuff to come in and i'm not right. going to lie i really had thought you know i this Relationship will go away and a new one will come in, and hopefully in the form of a man. That's what I was thinking. Right, but you got a business instead. <laughs> but I got a business instead, and I sell glitter. So like, I, good. no one's complaining. You'll take it. You'll <laughs> yes. take it. Yes,
0: exactly. Well, that's that's so on on point with uh, something that I I coach in my coaching programs is I coach all about manifesting. You know, everything's based on the law of attraction, and um, you attract the life that you want. But in order to do that, you do have to – you can't just say, oh, I want this, I want that, and that's not manifesting. There's right. steps to it. And part of that is there's resistance to you actually getting what you want. Right. And there, I teach on five types of resistance, but one of them is the inability to let go of stuff is resisting – is that one of the biggest forms of resisting what you want. So mm-hmm. think about wherever you're at, uh, start thinking about what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you have every, every chance, every opportunity to actually get that. But there are things that you are subconsciously not even aware that you're doing resisting getting that. And you're like, what? No, I'm not. I want this. I want this, but really no, not letting go of things and refusing to outgrow a past version of yourself.
1: You are not going to get whatever it is that you want. No. I mean, I, and I don't know, maybe it was on, a, on your podcast or somewhere. It was like, you know, there's something that's flying by. And if you're not there to like catch it, mm-hmm. like it's like a baseball and a glove, right? Oh, here yeah. we go with the analogies. Um, <laughs> I know, but right? But it's like, Get ready if your for glove <laughs> isn't open, you can't catch the ball. Exactly. If you have your glove closed.
0: Or if your glove is holding another baseball exactly. that weighs a million pounds that uh-huh. you don't want anymore. But you're like, no. And this is another thing that I... Say in coaching is you know people and and I've not saying you people I'm saying people and myself included all humans we do this, but we are so comfortable because it feels good to hold something mm-hmm. right I have something in my hand and if you could just hold your hand out and make a little fist like I have something in my hand mm-hmm. and it feels good because I I have ownership of what is in my hand I'm holding it and I feel comfortable because I'm used to holding whatever's in my hand, but now. Uh, Now I don't know if I want it, and it's starting to feel, like, really heavy, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I can let this go. And you have, like, the universe up here being like, hey, I got what you want up here. You want it? Let me dangle it over here. Oh, you missed it. See see you on the next round when I come back, right? And then here it is, and you're holding on to this thing that is not for you anymore, and the universe is looking at you like, oh, she's good. Her hand's closed. She must not want what Mm -hmm. I have. And here's the thing, you gotta start letting things go. You gotta peel back a finger. You gotta start looking at your surroundings, your friendships, your environments, old versions of yourself. You gotta start letting go of all these things. And here's the thing, here's the scary part. Now you're starting to peel back all these fingers. Now your hand, it's empty. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, I have an empty hand. It feels uncomfortable. I don't like this. It feels weird. But your hand isn't empty. No. It's open. open, yes. And so now the universe is up here like with all these things that you want and it's like, hey, oh, homegirl's hand is, em- is empty. It's open. open. Oh, the hand is open. She must be wanting to receive what I have. That is amazing for her. Boom, drop this friendship, Lacey. Wow, here. There you go. Now you have time and energy. I see that your hand's open to tend to this great business idea. Ex-
1: yes, yes. That's, that's the perfect way to explain it. It was like... I was, and I, you know, I think it's easy for people to hold on to things because you, you know, friendships, especially if you've done it for a long time. Right. It's like, oh, we've been friends for 25 years, so we can't not be friends. Well, absolutely. You can not be friends.
0: Right. And where is this unwritten rule, especially, and I, I'm not going to say men don't you know, struggle with this either. But I think it's uh, women, I think in particular, feel this need to please, Uh right. And hold on to these old relationships just because they've been there forever.
1: Right. It's, it's what they're used to. And this is just how it's going to be. Accepting that things are just how they're going to be sometimes is not, you know, it's just being like, okay, well, I, I refuse to accept anything better. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that you're right. I think women probably struggle with it a little bit more. It's like we feel this pressure to, like, keep things for a long time and make it work. We're friend
0: hoarders. We are. (laughs) (laughs) We're friend hoarders. We really are. Honestly, are you being a friend hoarder?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, we we try to make everything work. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, so... When you try to make even like dating relationships, if if it's feeling forced, yes, you know, um, that was one thing that, that came <laughs> up was I was I was forcing a smile, yeah, and I was forcing being nice, and forcing being nice is maybe one of the worst things ever, mm-hmm. um, you know. I'm just I. I want to be genuine. I want to be a genuine person. And I was, I was catching myself like not liking who I was either. Like it wasn't just this other person's fault. You know, it was me too. Like I was allowing it Mm -hmm. and I was becoming this person I didn't like. I was becoming the person that complained about every single thing they said. I was Mm -hmm. the person that was talking behind their back and, you know, and it was Mm -hmm. like, I don't,
0: I don't like this. But look at the, we'll just take the five people that you were surrounding yourself with. You know, right. and if you want to know where you are going in life, right, look at the five people who you spend the most time with. Yep. You are the mean, or the or median, I don't know, math. You're <laughs> the sum of everybody and then divided by the law. Yep.
1: That's a mean. Anyway. I, I used to be a math whiz and you would think I'd know.
0: I know I'm not gonna copy your homework That's anymore. Mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, true story. I used to skip math class all the time. I don't know why. I was just a rebel in high school. I don't know why I did it. And but the one person that can count everyone <laughs> is the math teacher. <laughs> yes, I, exactly. That was not the class to skip. To skip, but anyway, I would I would always go to lunch right, and I would. I'm totally digressing here, but. I would go to, like, fifth period lunch, right? And I'm telling you, I did this, like, three times a week. Oh. And at the end of the year, I got in trouble for it. And people in fifth period lunch, I think I was, like, seventh period lunch. And they're like, wait, you're not in fifth period lunch? I'm like, no, (laughs) No. I have fifth period math class. But, you know, the grades reflected that that decision. That was old Meg. (laughs) That was old Meg. I would go to math class all the time now. I love knowledge. I love learning. I look back and I do say, man, I wish I would have studied a little harder or like
1: learned history yeah same
0: right um so but I fifth period lunch
1: so you said something <laughs> that kind of triggered or triggered a thought one time my sister i would you know i was like dating and like struggling and my sister said yeah well stop taking advice from two people that um are failing in every relationship that they have right and don't I-
0: take advice from people who don't have what you want right
1: don't take advice from people who are not going where oh, hang on sorry don't take advice from people that haven't been where you're going.
0: Ooh, yeah. And Ooh, how many of y'all heard that, was that on a, check? a cellular level? You Did felt that. Did I just that? check you? Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I got goosebumps there. But that's so true. Repeat that back.
1: Yes. Don't take advice from people who are haven't been where you are going. And that can be in business, in relationships, mm-hmm. you know, um, in in business, I've got a lot of vendor friends um or a lot of brands that I've, you know, become really good friends with. And the ones that I take advice from are the ones that are doing things that I want to be doing. Right. And they've been down the path and they can say, hey, this is where it gets bumpy and here's where it's smooth. But it's in relationships too. Like, are you taking advice from the single friend who is constantly complaining about their, you know. Dating life? Are you taking advice from a married couple who's very happy? Mm-hmm. You know, it it all matters. Right. All this little it stuff It really matters. does. And
0: that, I bet, eliminates so much confusion, too. Because if you're like me, sometimes I'll be like, I'm just going to ask a million people what their, you know, five people what their opinions are. But then you ask five completely different people who are, mm-hmm. four of them aren't even qualified. And then you're just really looking for the answer that you want. Right. Which, again— is not going to let you outgrow your previous version of yourself. Stop looking for the answer that you want and start looking for the answer that you actually will help move you forward and help you grow. Right. And that's going to eliminate. That is a solid point. Yeah. Eliminating so many. So stop asking for advice from people
1: that haven't been where you're going. That is
0: good. Mm, Right, That's a nugget right there. But that's so true. And if you look around... And the five people that you spend the most time with, are they elevating you, Mm -hmm. right? You see, and this is why it's so important to have a vision because you need to see where you are going, right? Right. That is what successful people do. They assess where they want to be and then where they are. Mm -hmm. And then they close the gap, okay? So let's talk about this gap from who you are versus who you want to be in, in regards to anything, business, relationship, anything. Look at the five people that you spend the most time with. Are they going to help you get there, right? Do you see them in your circle still
1: when you do get there? right right? Are you surrounding yourself with like-minded business people? Are you surrounding yourself with couples who are in great relationships? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but and then my sister man, she's really getting, she's going to sound like a genius. We, maybe you we should have her on next I know. Time. Lindsay
0: needs to come on the she, show next time. She does.
1: She really does. Um, but she said one time, oh, you want to be a married person? Act like a married person. You want not know if y'all be, can see my face right yeah. now, but oh, that just hit me too. Yeah. Like, are you acting like somebody who would be a wife? Are you acting like somebody who would be a husband? Um, you know, what are you doing that is making the world and the universe say, yes, she's ready for this. Exactly.
0: You got to open up that hand. Hey, look at me. I'm, I'm, and and even taking that mentality. So take who you want to be in the future, a married person, business owner, and start acting like that person now. Right. Right. What are the behaviors? What does this person do? Right. Who does this person surround themselves with? Right. Now, okay. If you want to be a successful business person, I'll stay on the business side because, yeah. um, you know, I don't have much great advice for the relationship <laughs> side of things. You know, I know my, I know my lane. So, um, if you want to be, you know, an entrepreneur, open a, a side business, or get a promotion, or be a leader, or whatever it might be, uh, in whatever your goal is, look at that person, see what kind of behaviors that they do, and start doing them now. This person reads. A, a book a month this person wakes up at 7 a.m. no matter what no matter if they had rager tuesday they're still <laughs> up at 7 30 trying to write that podcast episode <laughs> didn't work but anyway i'm still up um you know you have to embody who you want to be what does that person look like okay right.
1: now what who who's in that circle Right. Who helped them get there? What are the behaviors? What are they doing? Mm -hmm. What are they spending their time doing? And, you know, I saw this meme and it, like, hit me on a day that I was chilling on my couch watching way too much Netflix. And I saw this meme that said, do you know that Lamborghini doesn't do commercials because their clientele is not watching television?
0: Ooh. And you're like, click off, RuPaul. And I was like, (laughs) well... (laughs) I feel
1: exposed.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> Who so I'm not, is in my house watching me right, right now?
1: And I'm not saying that television is the death, right, of of you growing. And be intentional about how you spend your time. And, and there are days that I'm like, I am going to lay on this couch. Sometimes you do need to I decompress. I am going to watch mindless television.
0: Right. But if you have a goal, hey, I'm going to uh, make 15 weed calls or go out on two dates— but you're spending your time, um, let me just watch TV instead and not get your things done that you said you were going to do. Oh, I didn't put myself out there to meet anybody. I didn't go on the apps or whatever it is. I didn't ask a friend if they have a friend, you know, right. whatever.
1: Then you're not going to do it. Right. And Prioritize prioritize yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and your future self. And your future self.
0: Prioritize your future self. Because what does that person
1: need from you right now? Right. In order to grow, you have to water seeds, you know, you have to nurture it. It's not like you don't put a seed in the ground. And then the next day you pour some water on it. And now it's this flower. It mm-hmm. takes Water compounded over time. Right. And little behaviors to grow a flower.
0: And also that seed's not going to grow if it doesn't go into the dirt.
1: Exactly. If it doesn't start somewhere, episode eight, you can check that out. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug, episode eight of Create Your Fate. Um,
0: Yeah, you have to start somewhere, right? Yeah, But but go into the ground. Go into the dirt. The analogies are just out of control. They're out of control. I I love it. I love it. I love it. I live for a good analogy. Me too. But so here we are. We're looking at our future self and we're saying, hey, what behaviors? Like letting go of old behaviors. Right. Does this person sit down and watch TV, um, you know, 15 hours of the week? Or what is this person? How did this person
1: get there? Yeah. It could be as easy as like, how does that person start their day? I bet they get up early. And you can just, you can tell like, oh, I bet this person um, exercises and what does that person look like? Okay. It's easy. Small little steps. Right. Small right. little steps. And then you say, okay, I want to grow into this business owner. And so what I'm going to do every single day is I'm going to get up early. And, you know, there's many books on, like, getting up early and the effects that that can have on your life. But, um I'm all about a sleep-in situation, too. <laughs> um, but what I'm trying You're to say is... you all about a
0: go-to-bed early situation. Um, yeah, that's
1: <laughs> actually more accurate than right. sleep-in. I, I say I sleep-in, but to me, sleeping is 8.30. So um, anyway, but it's like, does that person... Do you think that that person stays up all night and is exhausted the next morning? No, they need to be feeling good and... Prepared for the next day? Does that person show up late? Does that person, mm-hmm. you know, what does that person look like? Because I'm going to bet that people that are CEOs of major, major companies are on time.
0: Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and
1: just these little tiny behaviors. And then you'll start to see yourself be like, you know what? I actually really like going to bed early and getting up early. Yeah. Or whatever. And it you is.
0: attract the future self. So here's the thing. And it's so funny because I have a client who, you know, he's, Trying to get into school, and uh, we we talked about this. I walked I uh, walked him through this exercise. Said, "Okay, well, what does this person in school do? Well, they wake up this time, blah blah blah. You know, go to bed, read this, yada yada yada." We mapped out the whole day, and then I'm like, "Great, you're gonna start doing not everything, but start doing three of these behaviors now, uh-huh. right?" And he's like, "Well, I kind of feel silly waking up at seven a.m. when I don't have anything to do." And I'm like, well, you need to embody the mentality of who you want to be. And guess what? He got into school like two weeks later. Wow. I'm not lying. Um, so good job. But that's what you have to do. You have It's it's that that's the law of attraction. Right. right. And it's that. Uh, and I want to go back to like mindedness, too, which you had mentioned. But it's you attract your future self. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is a quantum leap because everything, honestly, is based off of a potential in the quantum field. But that's a whole other story. But you have the potential to go any which way, right? Nothing's solid. Nothing Mm -hmm. is solidified. Now, where are you going to shift your energy? That's on you. So shift your energy towards what you want. And being that person, you actually attract the energy from your future self. Right. It's the law of attraction. Yeah, And you become it and you become it quicker. And even if you're, if you're like, well, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to like, I'm never going to be this person. First of all, change your mindset on that, and adopt small behaviors. You'll start feeling like that person, and then so yeah, you don't have anything to do. But I'm going to wake up at seven. Guess what? You're going to find oh, now I have all this time because I'm not sleeping in till eleven because I'm not staying up until two a.m. watching Netflix. Oh, I said this person reads a book for an hour a day. Well, guess what? Now I got an hour of time.
1: Uh huh. You know exactly. And um, you know, I always say. To people that are, like, in their 20s because, you know, now that I'm so mature and have figured everything <laughs> out in life, um, I always say, like, if you know exactly who you are and you're, like, 20 in the 20s anywhere, you actually – that indicates to me you don't know right. exactly who you are because you have basically gripped on to whatever you have decided is going to be you and – and so I always say, like, allow yourself to be open, you know, to new things. But for people, you know, I think that people resonate with this. Like, oh, well, I only like to go to this restaurant. I don't really particularly Are you like me out? Oh God. <laughs> El Tiempo is really good. Right. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but it's but you know, it's like when you you grip onto these things and it's like, oh, I know exactly who I am. This is how I am, this is how I am, this is how I am you know, you're like, uh, you're not allowing yourself to be somebody that is better. Right. And it doesn't always have to be like, I'm not a totally different person, but I feel like I'm a totally different person. Mm -hmm. And so allow yourself to like, you know, embrace change, embrace, you know, getting up earlier. And, you know, you don't have to be, because like my family, we always say that like it runs in the family, we're all night owls. Well, guess what? I'm not. (laughs) And what was I for a long time? A night owl, because my family would say, "Oh, we're night owls." Well, in this family, we're night owls, Mm -hmm. and so that's what I was for a really long time.
0: To be a night owl, right? I don't text her after eight thirty p.m. (laughs)
1: If she doesn't respond (laughs) past 8.30, it's because she's asleep. She's She's not ignoring. (laughs) She's not ignoring you. She's Um, asleep. But it's, like, those small little things that, like, people place on you. Mm -hmm. Um, You do it to yourself, too, but you place these beliefs. Yes, and ceilings, and, like, you cap yourself. In so many different ways, um, and just like you know, if you want to go to bed early, go to bed early. You right. don't have to be because your family's an idol, you know. And that's so many. That's just a small example. Uh, but those are things that, like over time, I'm like, you know what? I actually do like to go to bed. And guess what? Maybe in ten years, I'll like staying up late. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm so, open to it. Yes,
0: letting go of old beliefs one is huge. And here's another thing. If you're kind of coasting through life like, I don't know, something just feels off, but I can't identify it. Well, start looking at it, right? Right. What beliefs do you actually believe in? Like, what ones are you passionate about, right? And which ones have just kind of been stuck there based off of your upbringing or where you grew up or... You know, X, Y, and Z, there's so many, you know, religious or societal or you could go many which ways, but which beliefs feel right? I'm not going to say the mm-hmm. word good because that's kind of a fleeting, you know, you can feel good and and it'd be
1: negative. Yeah, it can be, right. it
0: can be negative, but what feels right mm-hmm. for you, right? And start questioning them in order to identify what is yours and what is not yours and that head of yours. Start to ask, do I actually believe in this and why? Right? It can be something as, as simple as, do I think I'm a night owl? Why? Or right. Why not? Why do I think that?
1: Yeah. And when I was in Indiana, um, you know, I was, I had this. The reason that I moved was that I was taking a look at everything and I was like, you know what it is? It's my location.
0: Mm-hmm. The location you to look at it. is
1: not right. And I when I moved to Indianapolis, I thought, oh, this is great because it's an hour and a half from home. And then I loved it there. And I absolutely I mean, I loved living there. And then it didn't feel right anymore. Yeah. And I, it took me a second to figure that out. And so that's why I moved to Houston. So we're not saying that you have to pick up a move just to, to grow. But
0: identifying something in your life doesn't feel right and then making the change.
1: Ex- exactly. That's a, And so I was like, you know what? It is. It's not my friendships here. Well, you know, some of them. But I'm like, it's not it's not my job because I really liked my job. What is it? And I was like, it's my location. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to do something new and live somewhere else and experience new things. And it's the city that Mm -hmm. I need to change. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I moved. And, you know, and then, like I said, it, it shined a magnifying glass on all the rest of my life. But it's like, as simple as, you know, am I only staying in this spot because it pleases other people? Am I only staying in this spot because um it's comfortable? Close to home. Yeah. And and so you can take that in any area of your life and is it serving me or is it serving other people? And am I only doing it because it's comfortable and I'm scared of change? Yeah. Ooh, those are those are tough questions to really introspectively look
0: at. Yeah. They really are. But that's the thing is you're not something is just going to feel off. And here's the thing. So you realize, oh, I want to move to Houston. Indiana is no longer serving me. I right? felt
1: like I outgrew
0: it. You outgrew it. And, and that's the thing. Just because you realize that you are outgrowing something, whether it be a friendship, your environment, whatever it might be, does not mean that that thing you are leaving is bad. And I think right. that's like a big block for a lot of people. Like, oh, if I say I am leaving this, then I am validating that this was never right for me. Right. And it was bad and now I regret all this wasted time. That is not the case.
1: No. At all. No, because really I love I loved my job there and I loved my friends there and mm-hmm. I love Indianapolis as a city. Um and so it wasn't Yeah. Letting go of of things doesn't always mean it's like, oh, because it's toxic. No, it's it's, just,
0: it's a seasonal thing. It is. Friendships can be seasonal. I've had, and it doesn't mean that they weren't meaningful. They're beautiful friendships, but maybe they only lasted a really short amount of time for, you know, whatever reason, you know, why it ended or whatever. But. They, they, You can still have a meaningful experience in a location. It can feel right. A friendship can feel right. But then it's okay
1: to let that end. For it to, like, fade out or fizzle out. Right, and or... it doesn't
0: have to be this big dramatic thing. It's like, hey, you're no longer, I'm not, you're not, it's not like you're not serving me, but I'm not allowing myself to be served, right? Exactly. And it's like, say this out loud, who I am is not who I was.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Period. And
1: nailed it. And
0: you don't have to explain anything. You don't have to validate it. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to ask 15 people's opinions about it. It's who I am is not who I was. Letting yourself no. change and and a- allowing yourself to change your mind.
1: Yes. Why is that Preach. such a big deal?
0: We like we knock Oh, change your mind. You know,
1: like, it's a bad thing. Like, yeah, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Uh, I changed my mind like daily on things. And, you know, it's, I, that's a whole other podcast, but, right?
0: can we normalize being allowed to change your mind and right. not having to uh,
1: back it up with 15 excuses or, you know, justifications as to why we did it? Yep, exactly. And uh, starting fresh for me was, you know, it felt like in some ways I was changing my mind on, Wait, I am the person that is has all these friends. And I mean, like literally I I could call somebody for everything. You want tree trimmed? I know guy. You want you know, <laughs> it's like you you need somebody to cater this. I know caterers. And and so when I came to Houston, it felt like I was changing my mind on all of it. And I kind of was, but I also was like, you know what? All that stuff in Indianapolis is still great and all those yeah. people are still so important to me and some of those people I will probably talk to for the rest of my life and keep in touch with on a close basis and some of those people are, you know, are going to be people that I maybe talk to every couple years mm-hmm. and it's okay. It doesn't it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person, it doesn't mean they're bad people. No. It just is what it is.
0: like, are you serving your needs? Now you need, you weren't an entrepreneur when you lived in Indiana, right? Yeah. So now you are. So it's going to be more beneficial, you know, like again, refusing to let go of an old version of yourself. Hey, when you're in your twenties and you're partying in college, that's fun, right? You really don't have that many commitments. You know, it's, that's kind of what that time is designed for, right? right? Friendships, having fun. And then you have to let go of, Good time Lacey, right? Not saying you're not a good time. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I love you. But now you're entrepreneur, Lacey, right? And now you need people who are going to help grow your business. That and I'm not saying that good time lacey isn't there, but again, prioritizing what your business future lacey. self is. Yeah. Business your business, who you who you see yourself to be. And so now you need people who are going to lift you up and help you. Right. Right. And be that and going back to like-mindedness, it's so important. And, and even from a law of attraction uh space, collective energy. So the energy that you carry matched with something, somebody else's similar energy mm-hmm. magnifies, where it's not one plus one equals two. It's magnifies like one plus one equals five. Right. Right. And and what if we got one more person in there? Now it's 15. One more person, now it's a hundred, right? Uh-huh. And that is what that collective energy is about. And that's why you need to be so careful about allowing yourself to let go of things that, what kind of energy are, you're going to mix up all that energy. Now I got entrepreneurial energy, party energy, negative energy. Yeah. That's all confusing. In right, there.
1: right. Well, it's so funny because I say like exercise is so important to me and I love it. And Um, but when I moved from Indiana, I, to Houston, I was like, I want to hang out with people who exercise and like to go to brunch. Mm -hmm. And I literally manifested it every, at one point I was looking around. I'm like, every person that I hang out (laughs) with is either a fitness instructor or they are crazy good fit.
0: And we all love brunch.
1: Yes. And, (laughs) and love brunch. And I was like, what more could a girl ask for? But the truth is, is I came down here with the intention of meeting people who want to go do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to stay out late. Obviously I go to bed early, but is that why you love brunch. Is that I do? Why you it's love like, brunch? I'm a two to seven girl. <laughs> I always say this. I'm like, take me out. I will go to the gym. I will come and I will eat brunch. Like I will go out at 11 AM and I want to be home by seven. Um, but it's, those are the things like I wanted those types of people in my life and guess who those people are. Business owners, Mm -hmm. um, people who are really successful in their careers and they're getting all the things that they want and and happy relationships. Yes. And so now here I am, and I'm like just attracting. I feel like I'm in this super attractor mode where I'm like attracting. But that is so
0: it, because that's the thing. It's like when your energy, and if you picture like your little energy bubble, is so clear, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, again, holding your hand out, like, I have very clear energy, and it's like, this is the vibe that everybody is putting off. We're all business-focused, successful, positive, uh, uplifting, you know, driven, yada, yada, yada. And then the universe is up here again, being like, oh, well, this is very clear. I can see from, like, even way up here what that's about. The universe likes clarity, right? And it's like, boop, here. And then we're all sitting here together, and we all get it, right? Yeah. Versus, wait, okay, there's some, like, negative... People in there, and then there's like some people who are like crying about this, and like people who want to have a pity party over here, and these people just are they still partying like they're twenty? Yeah, bye, see you later. <laughs> yep, you
1: I'm know? confused. I don't, I don't know how to grow this type of seed. You know, I, the sun right. comes down and says, I don't know how to grow that type of yeah, seed. Yeah, exactly. Su- oh, there's we a lot got, going like, on. <laughs>
0: Sunflowers here, they need this much light. Actually, I have a terrible green thumb, so I should yeah. probably stop with yeah. these analogies, <laughs> you know. But how about this? We'll end on uh, one analogy, and this is actually one that I'm quite proficient in because I did have a hermit crab
1: when I grew up. Did it, Was it painted? No. You know how they would, like, paint the outsides? Or is mm-hmm. that even a hermit crab?
0: I think that is a hermit crab. Okay. I think I'm questioning my childhood now because I didn't know that you could paint that. Yeah, there was like
1: Spongebob ones. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh. It's mine probably just not normal. healthy.
0: I know. We had an organic hermit crab, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> I never thought I was granola growing up, but maybe I was. <laughs> but we didn't have cable either. Maybe I was. Crunchy. I yes. was a little bit crunchy, yeah. <laughs> so, But here's the thing is, you know, this hermit crab can picture yourself like a hermit crab. And the hermit crab is perfectly happy for a really, really long time, right? And that shell is great. Mm-hmm. But then one day, something just doesn't feel right anymore. And you have a choice, right? Because you always have a choice. Say it out loud. I have a choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a choice. There we go. Pointing that way. So you <laughs> but you have a choice. You can stay in that shell and you know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you've been in that shell forever. Or if something's just not feeling right, You do have to find a new shell. You know, you Mm got first of all, you got to start looking for the new shell. You have to identify what that shell looks like. You got to come out
1: of the old. And
0: then you Mm -hmm. have to come out of that old shell. And guess what? That's going to... I don't even actually know what that looks like. Yeah. I never caught the guy. He was always in the new (laughs) shell when I woke up the next morning. (laughs) I've never seen him out of the shell. Are they embarrassed about that? I don't know. I feel like they always do it in secret. But, you know, the point is, you know, you have to identify, hey, I want this new shell. This shell looks great. And then you have to make that move, and it does get a little uncomfortable. And guess what? Your old shell is great. No one's saying, man, that piece of crap shell. It's like, no, that was great for the season and the time that it was in, but I'm ready for bigger and better things. And you just got to
1: move. Yeah, just make the move. Take the, it's not as scary as it seems, really, you know? Well, and practicing one small habit daily. Yeah. You know, just one
0: step. one step. Little at a time.
1: One step towards what you're trying to do, and you will see that you're going to grow exponentially over the course of time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Get that new hermit shell on you. What does future you want? How can future you take one step to do that? And what does
0: future you want you to do today? Mm -hmm. One small step
1: one giant leap for mankind. I just had to because
0: <laughs> well, I'm a Purdue grad and it's a big saying step. at our school. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, on that note, we'll leave you with that. And we hope that this is inspiring to you to at least again, I guess going back to just start, mm-hmm. you know, we have, a, we have this common thread, but really just start looking at this life that you want. You're not going to get there doing the things and staying in the environment that you're in and hanging out with the people who you're hanging out with now, then it's time to make a change. It's time. Go to for make the that bigger change. Show. Go for it. Well, amazing. Thank you so much for Thank especially you. last minute lobby. <laughs> On the show with me. Um, if our math skills impressed you.
1: Then yes, I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sure you learned a lot about math today. But if listeners love you,
1: they want to find you, they can definitely listen to episode eight just start. But how else can they find you? They can go to our Instagram or Facebook. It is Sugar Mama Shimmer. Um, mama is spelled M-A-M-A. So it's S U G A R. And then it is Sugar Mama. Sugar. Even though we yeah. say Sugar Mama. We, we've dropped the R, but it's on there on the Instagram <laughs> handle. Sugar Mama Shimmer. Or you can visit our website SugarmamaShimmer.com. Right. Cause drinks without shimmer, shimmer are, canceled. are
0: canceled. They're canceled and summer's coming. Get that fun uh, shimmer. I, I love having you on the show and this will definitely not be the last time. Oh yeah. So. I'm down for a last minute podcast episode <laughs> anytime. If you ever hear see on the show, I swear it's not just always the last minute request. <laughs> we have plenty of things to talk about, but she and I both believe that you can create your life. You can create your fate. So that's all we got for you today. But if we could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect Expect good good things. Always. Always. And And they they will will happen. happen. So thanks for joining us today, guys. And we will see you soon. Bye.